Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. Free Odyssey app. The workday is coming to an end. It is 5 o'clock. I will see you all tomorrow. But Quinn and Chris are just getting started. Sports talk it is. Your hosts, Tony Quinn Jr. Top five characters, Scorpio. Get over here. And Chris Ello. In the audio, 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 my goodness gracious. Can we start the show over again, please? It's time to get you up to speed on all things sports. Yes! 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 With plenty of nonsense in between. Oh, look! Here comes our fearless producer! Gwen and Chris starts right now on 97.3 The Fan. Hey, welcome back to the program. Uh, it is, yes, Thursday. 3.01 is the time. Chris Ello, Tony Gwynn Jr. Today it's Frank Marchese. Sitting in uh, the uh, trying to fill the big shoes of Matt Scraby, who is out Huge uh, shoes. searching through the rough at Torrey Pines for his lost <laughs> ball, I'm sure, as he's having some fun today out I mean, in a celebrity tournament. I mean, Scraby's become such a celebrity, he gets invited. You and I sit in the studio. We're here, man. Yeah. We're here working. Come on. How about that? Hey, real quick before we move on, because you called this yesterday. Hmm. And I don't know that you necessarily anticipated it happening this fast. Right. But did you happen to hear about who was on Pat McAfee's show today? Who was on his show today? Yeah. No. Aaron Rodgers. What? Ba- back on his show. Today. Already? Yeah. <laughs> yes. What happened there? I don't know. I don't not, I'm don't. i not 100% sure what the change of mind was. Because as we went over yesterday, he was like, we are. That's it. We're, I, I want to move on. But Yeah. He was back on today, so I don't, I don't know. I don't you, know. You said he was going to be back on, though. Pat so. McAfee concerned about ratings a lot more than appearances, <laughs> apparently. Well, I mean, Aaron Rodgers, I mean, pretty much made Pat McAfee. I mean, who had ever heard of Pat McAfee? The guy was a, a, you know, a punter in the National Football League. All of a sudden, last year, Aaron Rodgers started saying crazy stuff on his show, and everybody picked it up every week. Pat McAfee, Pat McAfee, Pat McAfee. All of a yeah. sudden, now he's a big uh, big deal. Yeah, he, he had a lot of things going on today. He, he got the the landing story. Uh, he, he was the one who told that was where oh, that we landing found out is not going to be the uh, in Oregon. Yeah, landing staying at Oregon. He's not going to be the replacement for Nick Saban down there well, at Alabama. Um, well, look, there's a lot. You know, I, Stephen A. Smith, by the way, today had his diatribe on. 
Jason Whitlock Ooh, it is. It wasn't today. It was yesterday. Oh, it was it yesterday. Was last okay. night. Yeah, that was. Those two guys are, they, might, they are the Hatfields and McCoys hey, of a sports talk TV. The way he was talking about uh, Whitlock, it's it's on site. Like, soon as they see each other, I expect fisticuffs. full fisticuffs. The yeah, they're, they're, they're not backing down no. from each other in any way, shape, or form. And you know they're going to wind up in the same building at some point. Man. Just by happenstance. The only person I've ever heard take down someone more thoroughly was Jim Cornette. That's it. Jim Cornette is the god at taking people down piece by piece by piece. Who is Jim Cornette? I was going to ask you the same question. Is he an East Coast? Oh, no, a, a wrestling, wrestling manager. Oh, come on, Tony. You're supposed <laughs> to know these things. You're my wrestling is, uh, Was he guy. a WWE guy? He was there for a while. He owned Smoky Mountain Wrestling for a while. He was the manager for the Midnight Express. And all but he was, a, he was a great, uh, wait, great 80s, like tearing with, people with down. Early 80s? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Frank, you ain't older than me, are you? Earlier, I listen to 80s. stuff, man. Frank goes back in the archives, apparently. <laughs> apparently so. I never heard of Jim Cornette. That's a total I, new one for when me. When he said that it, has... I was thinking it was like another, like a radio personality no. or something. No, he Was he better than the Iron Sheik? Come on, Frank. Nobody as, beats the Iron Sheik. As far as in-ring, but as far as taking somebody down on a personal level, yes. Jim he Cornette was very good at it. Tear huh? you that one. was him. All right. Well, Stephen Smith, Stephen A. Smith, the only, per, the only thing that he's spoken more passionately about in the last week and a half is how much he hates the Dolphins. I mean, he's just destroyed the Dolphins. And I can't say that I don't blame him. Right. The Dolphins haven't given you know me anything to be able to – you know, any uh, ammunition to fight back on it. Anyway. All right. Uh, time for a, a little different Daily Gambit today. Why? Because Frank Marchese is going to run the show. Yeah. Do you like money? I think about money a lot. Do you like money without doing anything? Uh, duh. Winning. Do you want to make money while watching sports? I think Washington is immortal luck. Washington! Woohoo! If you answered yes, this is your segment. Just don't blame us when you lose. Nothing is ever your fault. It's your game. Take it. Gwen and Chris go through the top bets of the day in The Daily Gambit on 97.3 The Fan. All right, Frank, this is where you jump in. I was going to say, yeah, well, speaking of things not being my fault, this one really is not my fault. Uh, apparently, UCLA and Utah played tonight instead of yesterday. Yeah, that, yes, that was a scraping mistake. That, that was a scraping He goal. had us bet on the game yesterday, but they'll play tonight, so we'll revisit that game. So, so good job uh, picking early. Uh, All right, so Frank trying to take a couple of shots at Scraby. I like that. That's good, Frank. You're picking up the uh, picking up the idea here. So, UConn versus Xavier last night. UConn uh, favored by four and a half, and boy, did they squeak through. UConn eighty to seventy five over Xavier. Wow! I took Xavier plus yep. the points. I thought it'd be enough. Yep. You two had Xavier Scraby. Had UConn. All right. Five points they won. But they give. I'll say one thing for UConn. They're the only big-name team to win on the road this week. Everybody else has lost. Number one, number two, number three, number five. All got beat in the last two yeah. days. Yeah. And every one of them was on the road Kansas in win. conference. Where I say it's so tough to win on road in conference. Except for the Aztecs. Yep. They right. continue to go on the road and get victories. Hello. Not scared to play anybody anywhere. Oh, yes. Just saying. At some just... point, you got to show the dog some respect over here. Let's go. 
And, and I'm sure uh, you guys will be bringing that up tomorrow with uh, them playing on Saturday. Uh, Louisville versus Miami. Uh, Miami is favored by 16 and a half, and I'm going to read exactly what is written here. Ha, 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 ha. Louisville wins 81 to, <laughs> 80 to 71. Scravy is haunting us, and he's not even here. Because yeah. you two picked Miami, and Scravy oh, yeah. picked Louisville. I, I went we, on and we on about how, how bad Louisville yeah, was, and they ended up winning the game. That was an upset for sure. Well, you know. They uh, didn't just win. They won by nine. It wasn't even like a close game, really. Good for Louisville. They needed one. Okay. Sorry to Jesse Agler because I was behind his hurricanes on that one. That's the reason why I picked him, really. Yeah. It's because of Jesse. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kansas versus UCF. Uh, Kansas was favored by seven. UCF comes in just under the wire, 65-60. They take the win. No, you UCF picked- won outright. Yes, yes. yes. Yeah, so they Pardon got me. points and won outright. And uh, you two would be happy about that because you two picked them and Scraby picked Kansas. You went against us in, the, in that one. Well, UCF is a no-name team, but... That's what I said yesterday, going on the road in conference, always tough. UCF was picked last in the Big 12 this year, and they take down Kansas at home. That's why I say, and you know what's, and I'm going to get you riled up again here, Tony. Kansas loses at UCF, probably the worst team in the league. Yep. They'll fall from number three to number four next week. <laughs> but if the Aztecs had lost to San Jose State, we're out of the, we're, they would have gone out of the rankings we would, entirely. We would have gone from three to thirty. Exactly. That's why it's, it's just a it's a completely flawed system there. All right. So uh, the one NBA game you guys had last night, and this will be the one, the last one. From <laughs> There's yesterday. a reason why this was the one. Yes. Uh, Spurs taking on the Pistons. Spurs were favored by three and a half, and uh, they. I think they covered. Uh, Spurs win 130 to 108 over the Pistons. Chris, you had Detroit, Tony, and Scraby. How many? San Antonio. How many combined wins were these two teams at? Eight. Eight combined wins. Eight combined wins wins coming into the game. I said yesterday it had to be the worst NBA game ever played. And I never saw an actual statistic on that as to whether you had this late in the season two teams with that few wins playing each other. But good for uh, Greg Popovich. And, you know, remember we were talking earlier about Belichick. Monty Williams, the coach of Phoenix, has been coach of the year. Or he's the coach of Detroit now. Yeah, but when he was with Phoenix, he was coach, coach of the, the year. year. Now he's 3-35. and 35. <laughs> He's the same guy. Same exact Probably guy. just as smart as he was the, before. The difference is he doesn't have Booker That's or Chris right. Paul or whoever they play, the players they had when he was there. Yeah. None of them are there. Big difference. By the way, I did see the uh, tail end in overtime last night. Uh, Jason Tatum, my goodness, 45 points. And he got almost all of them, it seemed like, in overtime. The Celtics are still undefeated at home. Hate to give the Celtics any props in front of you, Tony, because I know you don't like it. But they beat Minnesota 127-120. That was probably the game of the night in the NBA. What at home now they are? I know they're undefeated. 18-0 at the Garden. At the Garden. At the Garden. They're back at the Garden tonight, too. No, they're in no, Milwaukee, they're Milwaukee tonight. tonight. They're Ooh, that's a good matchup. Yeah. All right. Is that what you got, Frank? That is what I have for you. Thank you. Thank yes. you for the uh, ha 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 ha. That was funny. <laughs> that was good. Scravy made sure he got that yes, one. Scravy made sure, sure he, he got that one. Well, you know, when, when you only win once in a while, that's right. You can that's you right. got to make a big deal out of it. All right. Let's move ahead to tonight, and we'll start with that game: Boston at Milwaukee. A little different scenario. The Celtics are eighteen and zero at home. They are eleven and eight on the road, which is still very good. They're taking on the second-place team in the East, the Bucks. Milwaukee is a two-and-a-half-point favorite here. 
I'm going to take the Bucks, Tony, because they are four games back of the Celtics, and they need to win uh, to keep pace. And, uh, of course, I'm giving two and a half points, but I'll do it. Yeah, I'm I'm also going to take the Bucks as well. Okay. Um, these two teams are these are going to be you know despite I know for the Bucks there's been conversations of them not playing up to the potential or the way that they're 25 and 12. Yeah, it's not like so they're, it's not they're like in they're bad, bad shape. right? And so as you said, they're they're chasing the Celtics. They'll come out with a little bit of extra uh, oomph to them today. They need this one. All right, Lakers have won two in a row. Yes, they to have. climb back to 500. They're 19 and 19. The Suns are 19 and 18. I mean, these are two teams who were almost picked 1-2 in the West. Neither of them has really caught fire yet this season. In fact, the top two teams in the West right now, Tony, can you, you're the biggest NBA fan I know. Can you name the top two teams in the West as of this moment? I can. Minnesota and Oklahoma City. Yes. Wow. I mean, nobody had that. I mean, listen... Oklahoma City is is a good team. They're they got a, they got they got a Shea Alexander Giltris. Is that right? No, that's FCA. not it. Say Giltris. Shea Gilgis Alexander. Alexander. Just you know what? Go with SGA. <laughs> SGA. Yeah. Uh, they got a really young nucleus that's playing well. Minnesota is a surprise, and I, I guess Anthony Edwards is is really that guy. He's really that dude because it's really been him. Cat Cat just came back. Carl yeah. Anthony Towns just came Carl back. Carl Anthony Towns. They got Go Bear beating people up in the post. Or getting choked out, one of the two. All right. You know? All right, anyway, Lakers are one and a half point underdogs. You can get the Lakers at home and get some points tonight, Tony. I'm, I'm sure you'll take give it. Give me the Lake Show, baby. Um, I'm going to just take Phoenix to create a little con- uh, competition. Uh, SGA is playing tonight for Oklahoma City. They're taking on Portland. And I wonder if that's why his normally high point total is a little lower tonight. 30 and a half. He, he might not play the fourth. Is may that not play getting? the fourth quarter is what they're thinking, I think, while making this line. Because he's normally like a 33, 34 and a half guy. Only 30 and a half tonight for SGA. So I'll say he goes over and then goes out of the game. Tony? Yeah, no, this is... Uh... Uh, yeah, no, give me SGA over 30. Going over also. All right, now into college, and we got Utah and UCLA. It's at Utah. We talked about this yesterday. UCLA is really in a bad way. Yeah. They've lost 6-9. and nine. They're just having a terrible time, and it's very surprising because this was a, a highly decorated team coming into the season. But... Like Tony was like yesterday when we brought this spread up, like how could UCLA ever be nine point underdogs to Utah? But that's how bad UCLA's been. So Tony, what say you tonight? Yeah, give, give me the Utes. You're going to go with the Utes. Utes. The Utes. Does everybody know what a Ute is? You two Utes. What? You two Utes. You two Utes. What is that? From uh, my cousin Vinny. Oh, that's what, that's what Tony brought up yesterday. That's what Tony brought up yesterday. I said UCLA said, lost. Did you say Utes? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, the two Utes. <laughs> um, UCLA has actually lost seven of its last eight games overall. They were five and two. Now they're six and nine. I took uh, the Utes yesterday before the game was actually played. I've changed my mind. I'm going to take UCLA plus the points. They got to get it back together. Uh, you going to tell everybody what a Ute is? It's a um, it's the name of a uh, Indian tribe that settled in that area. 
All right. The Uto Aztec and Tribe or something. There you That's go. what a Ute is. It's um, it's the name of a uh, of a tribe. Okay, uh, tonight at Jenny Craig Pavilion, the San Diego Toreros host Matt Scraby's alma mater, USF. San Francisco is favored by ten. Mm. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna do what I did last week. I mean, USD covered against St. Mary's at home, so I say they cover here. They're pretty good at home. The Toreros. I'll take the ten against USF. Tony. Yeah, I'm gonna do something I don't normally do. I'm also going to uh, take USD. It's a young team. Steve yeah. Lavin. Steve Lavin's doing it. Bringing seems them along. Like he's doing a pretty decent uh, yeah, I think job. He's bringing them along now. nicely. I'd like to see. I know they're out of school right now, and that's part of the reason. But I'd like to see a few more fans go out. I mean, it's a, such a great venue to see games. If you like good college basketball, you're you know hanging out tonight. Go down to Jenny Craig. I don't. Uh, what's a ticket to get in there? Fifteen bucks. See a great you know Division One college basketball game. You can sit right up close. All right. Finally, the Kings at Fe- at uh, Florida tonight. Sorry, NHL. The Kings are in a uh, bad way right now. After that hot start in which they'd won their first 10 or 11 road games, the Kings are now on a six-game losing streak. They head into Florida to take on the Panthers, who were in the Stanley Cup Finals last year. Florida's favored by one and a half. I'll take the Kings because I'm a homer. Tony? Yeah, come on, Kings. Kings got to get Time to break this up. Break this streak. All right. Seems like the Kings have been on the road the entire year. Every time we bet on one of their games, they're away. All right, there's the Daily Gambit. Now, keep in mind, coming up in about 20 minutes, we are going to have our NFL Pick'em segment for the uh, wild card playoff round. Tony and I will uh, pick all six games. Frank will uh, interject with some comments, I'm sure. Frank, how are you feeling about the Giants after this season? Oh, still garbage. Yeah, we're, still we're garbage. Still, still garbage. Hasn't still changed. Don't have, your... Still don't have a quarterback. Still, still garbage. You had a quarterback for a week and a half. <laughs> he was there. Tommy DeVito was your quarterback for he like was, a week and a he half. He was living it up. They Dan. were ready to put him in the uh, giant Hall of Fame. And we did exactly what Mike D'Antoni did with Jeremy Lin. We rode him like secretariat, and then he then he fell off. Oh, Jeremy Lin, that's a good reference. Remember that guy, Tony? Yes. He made two he consecutive. Yes, but he was famous as a Nick for like a week and a half, two weeks. His breakout was dropping like 39 on Kobe at the Garden. He he didn't drop it right on. Did he drop it on Kobe? It wasn't on Kobe. I was going to say. It was on Kobe's Lakers. Yes. I remember Jeremy Lin made the Sports Illustrated cover two weeks in a row. Yes, he did. When that mattered. And then he disappeared from I remember seeing that like the first couple games like, oh, my man is playing out of his mind. Right, He was. And he'll come back down, but like for like what a seven, two weeks, three weeks there, he was yeah. mm-hmm. he was rolling, unstoppable, and, and then had nothing else in his career. And right after he fell off, D'Antoni got fired, so it all worked out in the end. All right, Frank. Frank can tell you every negative thing that's ever happened to a New York sports <laughs> team. Yes, asking most New Yorkers. Yes. At the end of the on day. on call, Frank is ready uh, with that uh, negativity. All right, let's check some traffic. Take a little quick break. More Gwen and Chris. 
Coming your way, the latest on this Thursday Sports Day. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Short save here, 324 on the clock. Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Sello, Frank Marchese, Mark Minikazi, as he is listed on the computer today. Uh, Chris, I don't know if you saw this. Uh, earlier this season, NBA said they were going to do some research in terms of the whole um, load management and how it pertained to actually – does it save injuries? Saving injuries. Because that's what everybody... Because that's what we all assumed, right? You're, you're well, resting. I mean, that's what we were told. They would too, like really. us to assume that. Right. That's why they sit out all of these guys all the time. Now, the NBA conducted uh, a 57-page report. Uh, it was sent to all of the teams at the behest of the NBA Competition Committee to see if there were any relations between the following. Frequency of game participation and injuries. Schedule density and injuries. Cumulative NBA participation and injuries. That probably covers all-star game, those type of things. The report concluded that there was not any connection between the two. Now, the caveat is this comes from the NBA. My guess is that the NBA PA will also do Do their own report report. and say, well, you know. (laughs) Right. So, but... Listen, I think this is all towards the move that we saw made at the end of last year, right, where they changed the rules where you couldn't. What have they done? Because guys are still sitting out games. It doesn't seem to be as frequent. It's happening quite often, though. I think it's happening as much as it was. You think as much as it was? I mean, Embiid's only played about 10 games all season. I know he's hurt, supposedly. Well, no, I mean. The load management part we're talking about is not injuries or not multiple games. It's those games where you show up on a, a primetime game and 
such and such star is not playing. I know, but they always give you an excuse as to why they're not playing, and the excuse is already yeah, always diff- that he's got back tightness. The difference is they play the next day. If a guy is missing ten consecutive games, or you I said, know. that's that's a little bit different. But the point is that they found no connection between yeah. the load managing and the injuries. Well, here's so, here's my thing on that. Michael Jordan, 82 games every year. Magic Johnson, James Worthy, Isaiah Thomas. Um, you know, I don't know how many guys you want me to name. Larry Bird, you know, Walt Frazier. I mean, just go back through the years, the 70s, the 80s, and 90s. These guys never missed a game, and they didn't ever get hurt. I mean, they did just as often as the guys do now. So I didn't really need a study to tell me that the load management was having no effect on this. Well, yeah, well, the teams did because they were the ones actually – pulling off this yeah. uh, issue, and it only became spotlighted because people were starting to get a little frustrated paying money to go watch yeah, Absolutely, they should have been. They had every right to Ab- be. Yeah, absolutely. They're playing top dollar for these You know what else things. is interesting? The, the NBA PA, the Players Association of the NBA, has done a much better job in the last 15, 20 years of putting in a lot of uh, restrictions on scheduling. I don't know if you know this, Tony. Back in the 70s and the 80s, you could play three nights in a row in the NBA. You could play back-to-back games two time zones away in the NBA. You know what I mean? You could play in New York on Friday and in L.A. on Saturday. I mean, they didn't have the computer capabilities to make the schedule with all of the same nuances that they do now. Teams played back to back to back. And believe me, Jerry West would play at all three. He didn't, you know, sit the third one out. And so it just tells me that it certainly could be done. You can play back to back. I know they have these tough road trips. I know it's not an easy lifestyle. I know it's 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 hard, but you know, these guys ought to suit up and play when they can play. And it, it's frustrating that they don't. Yeah, but the focus all it's not just on the players cuz as we discussed last year, the teams were the, were You're right. E- the were teams equally, were controlling it. Equally, You're right. Equally That's a, fair. In, in the same pocket as some of the players, right? In a lot of terms, they were the ones saying, hey, we don't want you to play. But in terms of the schedule, we've seen that across all sports, right? Major League Baseball does it as well. Like, you, it used to be if you flew from you know east to west, it didn't matter. Like you had to, you gave Just them, suit up and you, play. You play. But, but now they, they got restrictions on that They've got some restrictions on that. But nonetheless, I'm happy to see the NBA moving in a direction where – you are seeing guys play yeah. a lot more. I, I know, at least from the Lakers' standpoint, uh, AD has been on the court a whole lot more, and he wasn't necessarily load managed. He was actually injured in most of the times that he had missed games. But I have noticed it. Um, guys playing a little bit more than they had been. Hopefully, the more they flush this idea out that they're somehow preventing injury, the more... You start seeing guys out well, there playing a lot more because we talk about it just in our daily gambit. We're like, all right, the uh, I don't know, the Celtics yeah, yeah, are yeah, playing yeah. somebody in their fa- their underdog by five, and you're like, like where's Jason Tatum? Right. He must not be playing. <laughs> exactly. Somebody must know that. Um, the other thing is uh, that, and I think we kind of knew this as well, but the in season tournament will be going nowhere. Uh, they had a ton of success. Sorry, Scrape. <laughs> a ton of success with it this <laughs> year. And uh, Adam Silver has made it pretty clear. It was a success. It was. They won't. They it won't just be was. It. it was. The only. The only negativity to any of, and I think that this was somewhat made up by the media, was the fact that both the Pacers and Lakers went into a slump right after, after they got to the final game. 
But I just think that was happenstance more than anything else. I don't think you can blame the actual tournament on that. I agree. The tournament itself was a success. And guys were playing like they, they cared. Played like they every played every game. Hard. They cared. They played hard. They had the, the colored floors. That's the closest thing you'll get to playoff type it was Field. it was really pretty good, and you know what? It's kind of funny. Once the tournament was over, the to me the game sagged again. <laughs> it's like back to I well, what's who way. cares now? I felt the same way, especially the as my Lakers. Right, the Lakers won it, so that helped. But I I was into it, and I'm not a you know big no, Laker guy. I, I, I liked I, it. I was saying I agreed that the games fell off thereafter. Because, oh, okay, because it was easy. Watch the Lakers look nothing like they looked. During, During that, that tournament. tournament, yes. Like, not even close. No. What uh, Did you see the Aztec-San Jose State game? Any of it? Actually, yes, see I did. The, Okay. The San Jose State floor? Yes. Somebody tweeted out, the NBA in-season tournament has come to San Jose. <laughs> I thought the same thing that when I was floor was <laughs> really difficult to watch a game on. I, I'm sorry, San Jose, but please. There was a, there was a lot going on. There lot was a lot happening going on. on that floor. It was good to see the Aztecs, though, come out with a victory. Let's, uh, let's get to break. Uh, on the other side, we've got a, a little Tony, uh, Gwen and Chris NFL Oh, uh-huh, let's go. We move into the playoffs, ladies and gentlemen. After uh, I was able to remain victorious in the regular season, I see if I can double up. I would like to be a double champ this year. Maybe it happens. You'll have to find out here on Gwen and Chris. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. All right, welcome back to Gwen and Chris. 3.37 is the time. Coming to you from the uh, Odyssey Palace Studios here in San Diego, Chris Ello, Tony Gwynn Jr. Today it's Frank Marchese in for the uh, vacationing, uh, Matt Scraby, the celebrity Matt Scraby who's out at Torrey Pines today enjoying a round of golf. Living his best life. Living today. his best life today. We'll uh, have him back tomorrow. Uh, got a little sad news here for you, Frank. And I don't know if you're old enough to remember uh, Bud Harrelson, a scrappy shortstop who played for the 69 Mets, also played for the 1973 Mets, most famously got in a huge fight at second base. Time out, time out, I have this all in the big five. So, yes, I do know. (laughs) We we will get to it a little bit later. We'll get to him later then. But I'm going to have to finish this part of it. He (laughs) passed away today at the age of 79. But we'll talk more about it, all right? Apparently in the Big Five. Thank you, Frank. All right, let's check traffic. And then when we come back after that, we are going to get into our NFL playoff pick'em. We're going to get into our NFL playoff pick'em. I don't know that it has its own open, but we do have our pick'em open. And I don't think Tony and I can actually make NFL picks unless we hear the uh, the actual open, Frank. Do you have it handy? Uh, I do not at the moment. Right, so he's, you, he's you are going to have to wait for the picks. <laughs> sir. If, if you cannot wait for, if you cannot make picks without the open, then I'm sorry. You are All right. Just well, I can. I can, but I can't make picks without NFL music underneath. 
Can we get that? That one I can give you. That I got to have that. Definitely. I can definitely give you that. Give me that. <laughs> Hit me over the head in, with in, it. Give me in, that. In one second. <laughs> do one. you, do we need, how about, do we need traffic? This we is, just did traffic. Just we just did, oh yeah. Tony yeah. Quinn Jr. See, this paying is attention as always. would have been nice to tell me while we were in traffic for to get ready for this eventuality. Well, here, how about this? You find the music. I will do Chris that. and I will uh, do it acapella. Yeah, we'll just have to do it acapella for the, for the time being. Uh, here's how the NFL, first of all, regular season champ was Tony. He scored 115 points at 106. Uh, the big game, really the turning point of the whole thing was when in week 16 or 17 when the Ravens went into San Francisco yeah, and beat the Niners. I had to roll the dice. You were right on my tail at that yes. point. You are down one. I could have taken the lead had the 49ers won that game, but the Ravens won. It was an upset pick for Tony, and Tony did a great job on his upset picks all year long. That's why he prevailed, and I believe it continues in the time we've been doing it where I win one year, you win one year, <laughs> and I don't think we've had a back-to-back. So We've literally uh, alternated every year we've right, done it. We have. Uh, now, the playoff pick works a little differently. Uh, we have all six games. We will pick the winner of all six games, but the uh, the fun part of it is that we do it in a confidence style. So you pick uh, the team you're most confident. You assign six points to that game, five points to the game you're second most confident, all the way down to the game you're least confident, and that's just a one-pointer. So that's how we do this. And, Frank, that one second has passed a long time ago for the NFL music. Just saying. Listen here. Okay. I'm just saying. Listen, listen here. All right. have, have you still not found the, the, the music yet? I found the open. You want me to play the NFL pickup Why open? not? Why not? Well, at this point, you might as well. <laughs> okay, NFL fans, it's time for NFL Pick'em. But not like boring Pick'em like all the other sports radio shows. We see who's the best in Gwen versus Chris. NFL Pick'em Edition on 97.3. The fan, the fan, the fan. All right. Uh, so now uh, it doesn't really matter who goes first necessarily because we're just all, we're going to pick all six games. It's just a matter which uh, what are the order we pick them in. So do you want to announce your six point pick or do you want me to announce my six point pick? It doesn't really matter. Leave it up to you. Um, Says the regular I'll, season champ. I'll announce my six point is most confident. Most confident. Most confident. This is the game you are uh, most sure about in the uh, of the six wild card games. That's right. So this is your six point game. Who do you like the most? Mm. Mm. You're not going to break my heart if you take the Chiefs. I, 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 that's what I'm thinking about right now. I'm, I'm taking the Chiefs as my six as your point, six point confident pick. pick. Yeah, it looks so. So almost impossible. I read an article today by Bill Barnwell, who I think is as fair of an NFL writer as there is out there. Oh, there we go. Thank we'll you, Frank. Yeah. We'll take that. Uh, and Bill Barnwell said, I would love to analyze this game. I would love to give you this, that, and the other. He goes, but it's just not fair. Miami doesn't have enough players to compete. They don't. They don't. So, they are his uh, look at it. They are beat up, as we discussed yesterday, and... I don't know that their, conf- their quarterback is is as confident as he was at you know when he was going really good early this season. Yeah, he's certainly not. All right, Kansas City is the one. I I can't do that because uh, I would have to give up my uh, my uh, belonging to the Dolphin fan club. So I will take Dallas at home as my six point pick. A uh, couple of reasons. Number one, uh, rookie quarterback playing in his first playoff game, Jordan Love. 
Number two, Dallas has been unbeatable at home all year long. Yeah. And uh, I think that they'll uh, step on Green Bay in the game on Sunday. So I feel very confident against the Cow- uh, for the Cowboys. If they lose, Mike McCarthy gets fired. Uh, Jerry Jones we almost know said as much. <laughs> yeah, we know that for so, a fact. So, you know, don't, no pressure. But I think Dallas, Dallas looks good. By the way, Bill Barnwell picked them to go to the Super Bowl. In his uh, article today. You think 49er fans are unbearable. If the Cowboys go to a Super Bowl, oh. Yeah. That's everybody, too. That's that's the equivalent of the Dodgers right. going right Because right now we have to put up with Scraby. That's just if the him. Cowboys go to the Super Bowl, we got to put up with everybody. Everybody. Yeah. Fair point. All right. Who's your next one? This is the Cowboys. Cowboys. They're, they're, I feel right. the most... I, if it wasn't for the thirty, the negative thirty degree windshield that the Dolphins that the face. Dolphins face, the Cowboys would be my six. But yeah, I just feel like that, that weather is going to be atrocious. For, it's going to be for miserable. So yes, Cowboys will be my number uh, five pointer. Five pointer. Yeah, it's yes. your five pointer. Okay, uh, my five pointer. I picked Dallas as my six pointer. Again, I'm not going to go with Kansas City because I'm going to try to hold out hope. So uh, next up is Buffalo. The Bills have gotten really a, a new lease on life. I mean, they were 6-6 six and six and pretty much going home. And they won five in a row. Uh, they look strong. Pittsburgh scares me just to the point where you said yesterday, if Josh Allen turns over the ball, Steelers could pull off a surprise. But again, this is a first-time quarterback in the playoffs, Mason Rudolph, going into a difficult spot. Buffalo, I'll take the Bills comfortably here. That's my five-pointer. All right, Tony, four point pick. These are these are actually after these are actually some good matchups. Yeah, uh, in they terms are. of um, no guarantees out there. How close it's going to be? Um, I'm trying to pull up my screen right now. I think my next confident pick is going to be the Lions. The Lions feeling better about I'm them. Feeling four better points. about the Lions. Okay, you got them. Detroit Lions host the Rams. Jared Goff versus Matthew Stafford. You love the kneecap cannibal. I do. The one thing with the Lions, it's gotta be it's gotta be at least put out there. Since nineteen fifty seven. They haven't won. They've won one playoff game. (laughs) That is unbelievable. Yeah, no, that's a long drought. That is Many, the, many of those not even getting to the playoffs, Steve. Most have of the chance. time they didn't make it, yeah. <laughs> but the and those are all the years of Barry Sanders and you know everybody they've had. They've won one playoff game. The only game they won was over uh, Troy Aikman's first playoff game as Cowboy quarterback. Detroit beat Dallas uh, back in nineteen ninety one. So nineteen ninety one. I, I want to add one more thing on the Lions. If the Lions win this week and the Dolphins lose, which is most likely to happen. The Dolphins would then be the longest drought without a playoff win in the entire NFL. So I don't want that to be the case, but I have a feeling it's going to be. My four-point pick is going to be the Eagles. I just don't believe that they're as bad as they've been. And even if they aren't all the way back, I still think they ought to have enough to beat the Buccaneers. I know it's on the road, but I don't believe in the Buccaneers. My... uh, my friend down the street, Ryan, is going to be really upset with me because he's, he's a big Buccaneer guy. Buccaneers. <laughs> yeah, he's a big Buccaneers fan. And his wife is a, such a hardcore Eagle fan that she has an Eagles flag outside their house. And so they're going to be a house divided on Monday night. Eagles, Bucks. But I think the Eagles have too much for the Bucks. All right, 
three games left. Tony, you've picked Kansas City, Dallas, and Detroit so far. Who's next? Yeah, I'll follow your footsteps with my three-point pick. That'll be the Eagles as okay. well, taking down the Buccaneers. I know Baker has had himself a nice year, gotten the Bucks to a, a better than what I think most people thought they would be, but I, I just... Like you said, it's too hard for me to believe that the Eagles can't figure it out, at least to win this game. Right. Yeah, I don't know that they can get back to the Super Bowl. Right, right, right. But they should be able to win this game. All right, Eagles. uh, My three-point pick will be your Lions, so we kind of flip-flop there. I'll take the Lions for my three. This is a really good game, and I mentioned it yesterday. The Rams are 8-1 and Last nine games, the only loss was in overtime at Baltimore, which isn't exactly a bad loss. So the Rams have been playing as well as anybody. I just have believed in the Lions all year. Uh, they impressed me yeah. right off out the gate. They won in Kansas City. They won in Green Bay. They, they, the, the only game they got busted this year was at Baltimore. Baltimore's done that to a few teams. Right, including the 49ers. And I still think that... Um, you know, the Lions should have beat the Cowboys. So that's how good I think they are. I, I think it's easy to trust the Lions because none of us believed it was real after they beat Kansas City and they just kept beating teams when they needed to convince you. Agreed almost. with you. Yeah. Agree with you there. Yeah. Agree with you. All right, you have two games left to pick. You got Ball- uh, Buffalo Pittsburgh and you have left uh, Cleveland Houston. I still have the KC Miami game and I also have Cleveland Houston left over. All right, your two-point pick, Tony. Go with the upset, Mike Tomlin? Are you thinking about it? I think I'm going with the upset. You're going to go with Mike Tomlin? Mike Tomlin, huh? You love him. I love him, too. I think, listen, the the Buffalo's year was started out good, then it went bad, then it got good here at the end. Yeah. But, you know, I still think our guy is prone to throwing – Bad Picks. interceptions. Josh Allen. Josh Allen. I think the Steelers get a few of those takeaways, and that is the difference in this ball game. Yeah, go with the Steelers for your two points. I will say one good thing for the Steelers: they get Minka Fitzpatrick back. They also get Demonte Casey back. Yeah, who was secondary uh, suspended right at the end of the regular season. You know what? Though? I would almost love to see the Steelers win this. You thing. know what? Though I'm gonna change mine. I'm going back to the Bills. Nope. I, I totally now forgot T.J. Watt is not playing in this game. Oh, that's true. And that is uh, that's a huge problem. I All think. right. So Buffalo, you switched back to Buffalo. Yeah. All right. But I I I, I see. I would your... like to see. I would love to see Pittsburgh pull it off, though. It would be fun. All right. Buffalo for two. My two point pick. And, and take this for what it's worth. I'm gonna just root for thirty minus thirty degrees snow. And somehow it affects the Chiefs just enough to keep the game close, and Miami can win on a miracle. So I'm hoping for it. I'll say two points, Miami. They're dangerous but I don't enough feel, to do I it. don't feel good about it in any way, shape, or form. But it's my team. I got to give them. A, I got to give them a little support and hope that they can pull it off. I will say this: the Hard Knock Show has been pretty good, Tony. I don't know how it much has. have you seen. Of I've it. caught a couple episodes of it. It's been really good. Mike McDaniel has impressed me. I've looked for a lot of reasons not to, to be, be impressed, <laughs> but he's been uh, he's been spot on. I think he sent the right message for this game. And you know, one thing I will say: last year they went to Buffalo and it was freezing cold, not this cold, but it was freezing, and they had a third string quarterback, and they almost beat the Bills in the first round of the playoffs. So he had them ready last year. Maybe he can have them ready for the game on Saturday night. All right, so both of us have the Cleveland Houston game left over. 
uh, for our one-point game, the game we feel least confident in. Tony, who are you picking for the one-point I would love to take C.J. Stroud and the Texans here, but I, I'm going to take the old dog and Joe Flacco and that really, really good defense in the Browns. Okay, you got it. I'm going to go with C.J. Stroud, and that's picking against what I normally do because I very rarely take first-time quarterbacks to win a playoff game. But Houston got beat up pretty bad by Cleveland a few weeks ago. I think they're going to have a little revenge on their mind at home. The Browns, I don't believe in Joe Flacco. He's given me every reason to believe in him, but I still don't. I think Houston's defense is going to make some plays in this game. I'll take the Texans for one point. All right, so there we go. We'll see how it turns out. We'll get Scraby's picks when he's back tomorrow because he likes to get in on this as well. Very good, Frank. You gave us some music and everything. Thank you Pretty very good. much. Pretty impressive. Thank you. We'll but for it. the most we'll, part, we'll hold it against you. It took you about 10 minutes to get it, but, you know, it's all good. 10 minutes. All right, four games we agreed on uh, wholeheartedly. Dallas, Detroit, Philadelphia, and Buffalo. I think we both agree on Kansas City, even though I'm picking Miami. Yeah, you have to pick. Right. Miami. But the only game, so really the only game that I think we disagree on is the outcome is Cleveland-Houston, which is, I don't want to say that's surprising, but for the wild card round, in a lot of ways, this weekend seems to me cut and dried. I, I don't see – there's got to be an upset somewhere. I'm hoping it's in the Miami game. But right now, I think these games seem pretty pretty obvious. I agree. I agree. These As good as the matchups are and the storylines, I, I think there are clear-cut winners in, in most of these games. All right. We'll see how we do. Uh, Bill Belichick, uh, by the way, if you just tuned in, is uh, parting ways with the Patriots. This coming one day after Nick Saban announced his retirement from Alabama, two seventy-year, two-year-old uh, goats, uh, greatest of all time coaches, stepping away, and uh, of course everybody wants to know who's going to replace these guys. Guess what? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, I no really one does don't know. At this point. And, and, and somebody will ask me too this weekend. Who's going to? Who's they going to take? I well, actually, I think the Patriots. I do know. I think that's a gimme you for think Mike, it's Mike Vrabel. Yeah. I think that's a gimme for Mike Vrabel. But who knows? Maybe Mike Vrabel and Robert Kraft don't see eye to eye. But if, if they do, that seems like an automatic You know what? If, if the likes of Belichick, Vrabel, and some of these other names don't end up in in L.A. with the Chargers, it's an indi- does this start to look like an indictment on, on maybe – that organization and people not wanting to – that seems – in terms of the roster – Yeah, you're going to get you're, Justin you're, Herbert. You're going to get Khalil Mack. You're going to get Keenan Allen, get Austin Bosa. Eckler. Bosa. Bosa. you got a big market. You're in Los Angeles. But there's still that stigma, yeah. the charges. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point, though, Tony. If the Chargers don't get one of these – because they're Cause being some... rumored to get Harbaugh and Belichick right. and everybody. Right. And I just I, I can't until it happens. I'm not going to believe it that it's, one of these big name coaches is going to go. Yes, I want to work for Dean Spanos. Please, where do I sign up? I mean, and that's with as you said, as a, as we both said, as a, with a really good roster to come to. You're not starting from scratch. It's not like a Carolina Panthers issue or right. or, or a Texans issue. Although the Texans were able to parlay it into a playoff spot this year, you're coming in with a a, a healthy roster. Yeah. It? Of the eight teams that have openings on paper, the Chargers feel like they're the best of those eight teams. I agree. All right, when we come back, Chris versus the fans jumps into play. 
your chance to play a little trivia, perhaps qualify for a trip to Las Vegas. You need to dial in, though, 833-288-0973 to play. It's next as Gwen and Chris rolls on. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 